This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Where the fire never goes out and the worms eat and eat and eat. I'll pick up what you're putting down. Everyone's good. So, hello and welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. My name's Beef. It's lovely to have you with us again. Thanks for joining us. With me as always, my two best friends. Say hello, Tiss and Bob. Hello. Hello, this is Bob. <laughs> nice. You guys did it in the order. I said I kind of gave it because it, it was hard last week doing it. I got it, I got all nervous. Well, I, I realized that you had said Tiss first because I was in the middle of taking a mouthful of tea. So <laughs> I was glad that Tiss went first. <laughs> I, I mean, alphabetical order makes sense, but I don't know. It doesn't really matter, does it? How are you guys doing? Yeah, really good. Doing good. We've just been chatting for about... 20 minutes about how we're actually doing pretty good this week. Hell yeah. Yeah. I think life's feeling okay. Mm. It's good. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying certain things. I'm enjoying school. I'm enjoy, I, I'm really enjoying being back at school. It's good fun. Being back at work's been really good for my my mental health, I think. It's been good fun. Yeah. Um yeah, just I, I, I like I don't know, I like to I get bored if I'm at home for too long. Rachel makes me do too much housework. I never get bored at home. <laughs> yeah. I, never, I don't know i'm, I'm a, a weirdo but i like being at home no you're not weird that's that's good that means that you're just content with doing yeah, stuff I have, it means i've got too many hobbies so i really need to like cull some of these hobbies yeah that's difficult because surely you love each thing equally which is why yeah. you want to do it all the and time because of that i don't have time for any of them as much as i'd want to give them yeah, yeah. sorry about that i can't really help we're getting you onto that. a downer now it's already going downhill yeah. <laughs> So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to jump straight in and I'm not going to tell you guys what what I'm going to talk about tonight. Ever. Uh, well, we'll get to it at some point, I'm sure. Um, but I'm going to show you, I'm going to share my screen. This is This is really crappy for listeners because obviously this is an audio media. So... I'm going to show you guys a picture, and then at some right. point I'll explain what it is. So f- okay. for for listeners, you'll hear what the picture is when we get to it, um, and then you can just Google it and look at it whilst we're talking about it if you want to. So B's being all experimental with this episode. I'm 
Yeah, I'm just going to try sharing my screen with you guys. I guess I'll put a link to the image in the show notes as well so you can quickly tap to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not really going to be spoiling an awful lot if you don't know exactly what it is. <laughs> I love all this build up and it's a dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess you guys can see my screen now, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can. I'm, awesome. I'm really like stuck in the past when it comes to this sort of thing. So this is the first time I've ever done this. this looks, well, this is, this like, is what's happening to my computer when it came up. <laughs> it's like when you get someone to remotely look at your computer and then the mouse starts moving around. That always freaks me out. I've never had it. It's so freaky. Um, I'm just going to show you, I'm going to show you a picture right. and we're just going to work through this image. I want you guys to just tell me what you see happening okay. in this image. Okay. So you might okay. be able to guess where you might have seen a picture like this. Yeah, I don't know if you just want to, one of you just start by explaining what you think it is or what you think's happening in the picture. Tis, go for it. <laughs> I can't work out if that's a ladder or separate rungs of a totem. Okay. I saw it as a ladder. In the middle. Okay, if it's a ladder, I'd say it's like, that. Is there? Is it heaven and hell? The bottom looks quite that's what, creepy. That's what I thought it looked like as well. It's got a crazy... Is that a tree with heads on it? Uh, that is a tree. Or is that just... Has it got heads? Can, am I just... A, I can't see super close. On the close. bottom right, that's... On the right. I think it's just a tree. Bottom, has it just got like, big buds, like the big... Yeah, big leaves and stuff, or buds and stuff. Yeah. And then the top. So is it, So it's kind of like... It's it's a, a, a picture. The top half depicts heaven, I'm guessing. And the bottom half depicts how you've got what looks like a ladder running between them and then like people on the ladder climbing and falling and um is yeah. that all correct? Yes, yeah, that is that is absolutely bang on. There's some um devil people cooking up a stew of humans in the bottom left. Yeah, yeah, that's oh it. My God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is that one top left? Is that a like a friendly giant or something? It's got like chicken feet. <laughs> yeah, it looks really strange. Looks like it belongs downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's uh yeah, so you've got like yeah, you've got the children, we've got yeah, there's there's loads of crazy stuff going on. Um yeah, but you guys got it bang on basically. Um so this this is a um it's what they call a doom painting. Mm. Um, or a medieval doom painting, uh, and it's so. This is this particular doom painting is the doom painting of Chowden Church. So, right, uh, listeners might want to Google it now because we're just about. I'm just about to go through. Um, there's seven different things going on here. Oh, um, in this picture, so I'm just going to be explaining in this painting what what's going on. Um, so, Bob, you're right. The top half is. Um, like heaven and second half or the bottom half sorry is hell so if i if i start with number one you can't i don't know if you can tell but you've kind of got like a weighing scales can you see there's like a a weighing scale between what looks like a devil oh, yeah. and an angel yeah. um that's that's kind of supposed to depict weighing up of someone's earthly like what they've done on earth to that would warrant them wanting to go or being able to go to heaven. Mm, so it's almost like... Like that guy who stands at the gates with the book to see if yeah. you've done enough good stuff to go in. Yeah, St. Peter. That's that's Peter. technically <laughs> supposed to be Peter, apparently. You mean in The Simpsons? <laughs> like the guy. 
that guy. Heaven's I bouncer. I was literally thinking of it in The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's like it's supposed to weigh. It's basically supposed to depict the the weighing up or of judgment of judging someone's earthly doings, like what they've been mm-hmm. doing on Earth, that would mean that they can have access to heaven. Number two is that's like the sun of heaven. So that's basically heaven. That's where, and that's where you can see Tiss, like you said, the ladder going straight up into heaven. Yeah. So that's that's the aim. That's where, so the, the top half is not necessarily heaven because you're, that's what the, that's what number two is. But, mm. sorry, Rachel's entered the room now as a historian, so I feel like there's extra pressure. Uh-oh. Um, I'm going to get it wrong. I know I am. Well, don't stand there and judge me as I'm going through it. I'm He's nervous. getting judged. Rachel's got the judgment <laughs> scales on Beef's knowledge here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, uh, number three is that is the devil, Satan himself being tortured for oh. being such a horrible asshole. Oh, my God. Just being, yeah, just being completely. What, he gets tortured in hell? They got one over on him. No, this is like so. Well, this is what so, I thought. Hang was on int- a sec. So the people in heaven—they're just as bad. They're torturing. Yeah, they should be like forgiveness. Oh, that's good torture. He doesn't mean it. It's in his nature. So this is so the top layer is is essentially kind of what's happening on Earth. So you, we're not quite in heaven yet, right? Because two is the son of heaven. So that's and right, that's where okay, the purgatory yeah, yeah. is going. So we're not quite. But it's it's kind of, which is kind of why so they can get away with it. It's like a bit of well, we could do some torturing down here. It doesn't count because we're not in heaven. Yeah, and that's <laughs> I guess that's what people want essentially. They're like, no, blame blame him. He's the asshole. He made me right. do it. Um. Uh. So yeah, we have got Satan being tortured there, which is lovely. Number four is the torment <laughs> of humans, <laughs> which is lovely. So, which <laughs> so we're in hell now, number four, right? The torture Uh-oh. of humans. I'm gonna put some fire sound underneath us. Yeah, some <laughs> we're cooking, in hell now, boys. Cooking flesh, and you can see oh, you can see someone being kind of like <laughs> chucked into the pot at the top. Um, yeah, cooking up a big human broth. Yeah, a lovely human stew, which sounds delicious. Mm. Um, Scotch broth. Number five, <laughs> we've got as Tis spied, we've got the ladder. Going right. from hell up to the Son of Heaven, um, which is like purgatory, basically. And these people, oh, okay, the ladder's purgatory. Yeah, it's kind of like it's supposed to depict pur- purgatory, right? Rachel's nodding. Um, Good. So, <laughs> so you can come join us if you want to. No, no, no. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this is basically people trying to redeem themselves. So if you've been a little bit of an asshole purgatory's kind of like all right do some good deeds and make your way back up the ladder yeah and you can see it no hang on a minute money you can pay your way out really oh you can pay your way out of hell well that's this is this is a plot twist this is mental now i didn't realize this start saving now boys did you tell me this earlier and i I clearly wasn't listening to this so apparently in purgatory yeah you can pay the church and pay your way out. They've got enough money. They have got enough money. <laughs> what? You pay the church and you get out of purgatory into heaven. Yeah. Well, that's this is just what this painting depicts. They should that's be not, paying me. That's not based on truth. That's not like in the Bible. Jesus didn't say to people, if you give me enough money, you can make your way in. 
I mean, like slipping a bouncer a tenner. <laughs> Give me your fucking money. Oh my god. Give us your fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's number five. Number six, this to me is the most harrowing part of it. This right. is horrific. I don't think you guys would get this. So number six. <laughs> Are they burning that guy's bollocks off? Um, are they are they burning that guy's bollocks off? Not quite, yeah. not quite. <laughs> so I was just trying to think of something bad. The 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 guy whose bollocks are being burnt off is actually Eve. Oh, so the flames it's supposed to to um, depict um, so Eve's punishment for eating the fruit. In the she's squatting of evil. over some flames to describe it for listeners. Yeah, she's like squatting. She's like doing a little hitchy hitchy dance over some flames. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's quite unpleasant. She's I mean, she doesn't look comfortable, and she looks like she's got and she's got two devils that are kind of like got rods. So it's almost like she's got rods in her back and mm. dangled over these flames. She's made she's made a rod for her own back. You could say. She has made a rough for her back. <laughs> that exactly, is, yeah. That's indicative. <laughs> yeah. That's what Leg, happened. Legs akimbo over this flame. <laughs> oh, my God. So, it's, it's, <laughs> so basically, Eve's, um, it's Eve's punishment. So it's supposed yeah. to show pain during childbirth and pain whilst on a menstrual cycle. Oh. Like, whilst you're on your period. That's why they're at a groin. Right. Yeah. So that's... that's I mean, it's not so very nice, is it? It was it was Eve's fault. Well, she's the one that ate. She's the one that ate the fruit. Well, she's the one who fucked everything up. Well, well, yeah, but Adam. I mean, to be fair, I reckon Adam would have done it as well. To be fair, God instilled that curiosity into us. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, that's that's free will, isn't it? God gave us free will, and yeah. and then told us off for acting on it. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> um. <laughs> So that's Eve. Number seven, whilst we're talking about it, is uh, that's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So that's the apple tree. That's the tree, yeah. The one the snake was hanging out around. Yeah, so yeah. number seven, that's the reason for this whole picture. Right. So basically, tonight I'm going to speak about hell. Mm. Um, we've And we've kind of danced with the subject a tiny bit um over the over the years we we talked about near death experiences and we've danced with the devil in the pale moonlight <laughs> exactly <laughs> um and i did a tiny i kind of went into it a little bit when we did demonology we looked at demons yeah and oh, we've done the antichrist yeah um but we've so not we've, really we've looked tickled around it yeah but we've not really looked at hell just as a subject on its own and the diff the different sort of ways that people understand hell and what mm. people understand hell to be. Um We can't talk about hell without saying the word hell, can we? No. <laughs> hell, 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 hell. <laughs> Simpsons reference of the week. So, what did you children learn about today? Hell. Burn. Well, that's what we learned about. I sure as hell can't tell you we learned about hell unless I say hell, can I? Yeah, the lad has a point. Hell yes, Bart. Hell, 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 Bart, you're no longer in Sunday school. Don't swear. Tiz, are you excited for this episode? I'm really excited. Uh, I wanted you to say hell yes. <laughs> hell yes. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so it, it sounds like it's going to be quite morbid, but it's not. I, I, it's it's in a bit. It's going to become a bit more of a discussion episode, really. Mm. Um, but uh, what I want to do is just ask you guys. Right, I know Tis, you've got your own understanding of the afterlife. Yeah, and Bobby, you do as well. If you were to try. I know this might be quite difficult. If you try to remove that f- just for the sake of this next question. Okay. If you if you were to believe that hell was a place. Yeah. Right? So you die and if if you don't end up in heaven you go to hell. Right. Mm-hmm. Would you would you imagine that that is what hell is or or if not what would you what would you think? What hell is as in like what was depicted there? Yeah, well, would you look at that picture and think, yeah, that seems like hell. That seems like my, if I was to picture hell, then the doom picture's probably not too far off. Hmm. I think I think the idea of hell isn't it supposed to be it's like the worst thing you can imagine and it's eternity are the worst thing ever. Yeah. So for a lot of people, it's it comes down to the classic imagery of like, it's constantly too hot, which sounds like awful to me. I'm always too hot. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just like the, it's the classic depictions of like endless pain, searing heat, um, all, yeah. all the bad stuff, but forever. And it doesn't let up and you don't get used to it. It's not like, oh, you know, it's like when you get a swimming pool, it's like, oh, it's a bit, a bit hot, a bit cold. Don't worry, you get used to it. You don't get used to it. <laughs> and it's forever. And so it's supposed to be something you can't even fathom because it's mm. like endless torture and pain. Yeah, but I guess, and that's why it's commonly depicted the way it is. I guess with these like terrifying images, and you know, fire and brimstone and all this awful stuff. But I guess really it could be something that is different depending on the person that's going in. Like you told people talk about their own personal hell. Oh right, yeah. So you could, I don't know, I don't know what what mine would be. I, I complain about everything, so I guess it's just a continuation. But it, I suppose it could be. You could take it as someone might have a fear of falling, and so right. their hell would be an eternity of just falling. Mm. Or they turn they turn what you like against you. So you like donuts, eh? Yeah, eat as many donuts as you can. Yeah, have all the yeah. donuts in the world. <laughs> yeah. So you like donuts, eh? Uh-huh. Well, have all the donuts in the world. <laughs> <laughs> We're about 20 minutes into this episode and we've already got about two or three Simpsons yeah. references in. Mate, I'm living it at the moment. <laughs> That's all my brain is. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, or, or I guess, I don't know, The my idea of hell would be like a 30-foot spider just mm. slowly eating me alive but i never die because it's hell and you're you're just there for eternity so then you get i don't know like shat out by the spider Mm. and then eaten again and you just repeat the cycle forever that sounds bad it's pretty awful i guess yeah well i was gonna i was trying to think like we talked about phobias before and i've said in the podcast before i'm i'm claustrophobic so i guess i would be restricted in a box it'd be like buried alive is like a, a terrifying idea so it'd almost be like mm. I'm. I wake up in my coffin after I've dead, and that's it. I'd never die. I never fall asleep. I'm stuck in that coffin for eternity. Mm. I had a dream once, which I, I forgot to tell you at the time, Bobby. 
Mm. But as soon as I woke up from this, well, it was a nightmare, I thought of you because I thought that would have been Bobby's worst nightmare. Mm. And the nightmare I had was um, a demon was feeding me into... His anus. You know those Chinese finger traps? His anus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, into one of those, and so I was stretched out like that oh. in this extremely tight, like cellophane, pitch black void, and I couldn't breathe. That sounds and, like awful. It was like tense around my ribs. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't. I was like gasping for air, and woke up like dripping in sweat, just like like coughing and spluttering because I wasn't breathing properly. It was awful. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad. It was pretty horrendous. But um, uh, what about you, Tis? What do you um, would you say that's yeah it's hard to to know i guess i used to think of a hell as like you said like how it's depicted in tv shows and stuff mm. but uh i think it'd be far more hellish to have some sort of psychological situation going on i don't know something, yeah. something not quite as uh obvious i don't know yeah not, not quite as uh normal as as hell depicted in tv shows something that wears you down for for eternity, I guess. Anything for eternity, to be honest. This fucking planet for eternity That's is it. hell. Yeah. Eternity is hell. But then they say heaven is like eternity, but it's just the good stuff. Like you'll never get bored of it. Of course but you But then would. the imagery, because if you throw it on its head, the, the imagery of heaven is all like clouds and that, like the Philadelphia mm. advert, yeah. just eating cheese, yeah. sitting on a cloud. That sounds that boring. That sounds really boring to me. Yeah, that doesn't mm. sound like. I feel like I'd get bored of that in like two days. I can't even sit on the beach for two days. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if we yeah. are thinking, well, that's just a common depiction of heaven. It's light. It's fluffy. It's you know calm. I think they're just easy depictions of what we can expect, and it's not actually what it's like. In the same mm. way that that's an easy depiction of showing something horrifying, fire and stuff like that. Yeah, restless, chaotic. Is a depiction of what heaven's like. Uh, sorry, what hell's like. Also, they they always draw demons and things like that. But I think if there's monsters and creatures and stuff in an actual, you know, hell, if it exists, then it's going to be something you couldn't even fathom. You couldn't even yeah. draw. It's something so horrific that to yeah. gaze upon it would make you lose all shred of sanity. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I do like um, Hieronymus Bosch's uh, depiction of hell. That's a really good uh, mm-hmm. painting. That's weird enough. Oh, okay, I think, and I suppose to flip that on its on its um, back, you, you could then argue that heaven would be so good that it would be stuff that you couldn't imagine, like st- like colors that you can't even imagine, mm, and the color out of space, lands landscape and scenery that you can't even fathom, and yeah, um, mm. so uh, pleasures that we couldn't even comprehend. So yeah, actually, Bosch has got two paintings: the Garden of Earthly Delights, and that's like heaven. I know that one, yeah. And then Hell, uh, yeah. Both of them are absolutely amazing. Um, is it like a medieval painting? Yes. Or is it? Yeah, it's fifteen hundreds. Yeah, they loved all that, didn't they? Uh, I think. Can you see this? Yes, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is mad. I mean, that would be heaven. That just a massive rave of naked people. <laughs> that sounds like my idea of hell. <laughs> no man, yeah, stuck in a rave. You'd love it. 
You would love it. I'm stuck at a rave and everyone's telling me how good it would be if I took some drugs that I don't want. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds awful. <laughs> Imagine God trying to push drugs on you. Just like, come on, Bobby. Yeah, do you want to get into heaven or not? Yeah. Yeah. Too right. I mean, look at terrible. hell. I, I need to get a zoomed in picture of hell because this looks mad. <laughs> like he's got a photo of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at hell. <laughs> look at hell. I, I mean, mean, it really does look awful. Look at this. Look <laughs> look at this. It looks like the after. The, hell? It looks like, yeah, fuck. That's what it is. So the Garden of Earthly Delights is the rave and hell is the morning after. So if you get kicked out of heaven, it's the morning after and you're just hanging. That would be hell. Think about that. Look at these bodies everywhere, just crashed out. like Just all hanging. Trying to get some sleep. Oh, dear. Demons all over them. It's idea of hell. They're trying to get some sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That feeling when you really want to go to sleep, but you sort of fucked yourself up. You're overtired and you can't sleep and you're so knackered. Yeah. That feeling is what it would be like in hell. Yeah. So heaven and hell to you is like Friday night, Saturday morning. Yeah, that's it. Uh, not every Friday night and Saturday morning, just the ones. That but it would be the best. So is that heaven or hell? It's eternity, though, Tiss. So it would be every single a, a, Friday a, night. Being at a rave for an eternity would be heaven. Being hung over for eternity would be fucking hell. That is definite. That's pretty mild. Being at a rave for eternity sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get so bored at like events. Like if I, I when we used to go out for the night out, yeah, with the lads, yeah. I would get bored at like half ten. Yeah, I used to. <laughs> I used to. And I'd be like, "When are we going?" And people were still only just turning up. Yeah, same. And I was like, "Fucking out!" And it would get to like one o'clock, and they'd be like, "Should we go somewhere else?" And I'm like, "Yeah, fucking home." Yeah. And then we'd go to like <laughs> another club, and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's." One o'clock, we're only just going into another place. And we've had to pay to get in it. Yeah. Yeah. That is not the rave experience, though. I've, I'm with you on that. I hate that. It is that. the rave experience. It isn't. it isn't. There's a massive gulf of difference, and it's called MDMA. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't want to do that, though. Chemically induced to enjoy. I think that's the, the problem. When I used to go out in Milton Keynes, a fair few of the people I was with would be taking mdma yeah yeah so maybe i was the idiot for like hanging out there and thinking why aren't they bored they would never get bored they would go forever <laughs> that's what i mean the next morning is hell so they have to enjoy heaven while it lasts <laughs> right we've all done my idea of hell is you actually have a pretty good night mm -hmm. like you're in you have a really good night and then someone's like taxi's here and you go no it's okay i'm gonna hang out yeah and then when those people go, you're like, shit, I should have got in the taxi. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. And then you're just sat there in someone's kitchen at like three in the morning talking to some dickhead that <laughs> you don't know. That, that two hours ago, you were like, me and you are the same. We're kindred spirits. We're exactly the same. I love you, man. You've never met him. Yeah. But you're convinced you're best mates. Yeah. And then two hours later, you're like, oh, this dickhead again. I don't miss this portion of my life. It, it sounds no. awful. Just reminiscing on it. I'm just like, God, that was awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty terrible. Um, one other picture yeah. that uh, will probably be familiar with you again, so I'm just going to share my screen. We actually talked about this before. The devil's dick pic. It, uh, yeah, it's another dick pic, I'm afraid. So this is the next one, which I think you guys will be familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. So I've this is this. Dante's Inferno. Now, this is 
obviously not the Dante's Inferno, but the actual picture is really difficult to see what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard to... And, and whilst I could explain it to you, this I quite liked this little like. It's like animation. a simplified version. It's like a little pixel art version of Dante's Inferno. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, precisely. So, uh, so I'm just going to quickly go through... Because this is... When we think about the image of hell that we've just talked about, all the torture, all the heat, all the horrible stuff, the torment, mm. that all comes from uh, Dante's Inferno. It comes from this kind of medieval thinking. Um, because these these paintings, these... So Dante's Inferno comes from the... Is it the Divine Comedy? Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's it, it comes from a medieval period where where torture was common. It was commonplace to punish someone by torturing them, which we've talked about this before. We yeah, I did on it on my mid- middle middle ages episode, and you boys felt awful. sick. Yeah, yeah, it was awful. It was the great. idea of torture is just like I forget it exists, and I'm just like the idea of that is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. That people will torture each other. I'm just like, how does that even? How did that even ever enter our head to do anything like that to someone? Yeah. Let alone carry it out. How can you do it, to someone? Yeah, exactly. I've never punched someone square in the face because I I will flinch every time because I don't want to inflict a fist in someone's face, let alone anything else. That's not even no. torture. That's like one and done. Torture's like mm. constant and yeah, horrible. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so it's really hard to. Imagine it now, and it seems so horrific and so inhumane, and it is. But medieval times, this was normal. You know, they didn't have reform and prison and the judicial system like we do now. So it was just pretty normal. All right, you've done something wrong. You need to go and be stretched out on the stretcher, whatever it's called, the stretchy thing that pulls you out. and Yeah. Or the horrible one where you have to sit on the spike up your back. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's horrible now, but that was... And that's all from... That's why Dante's Inferno, to us, is like, oh, this is, seems crazy. And The one these... that gets me is... Um, I saw it when I went to London with Nikki from Macabre London. Mm. And we looked at some torture stuff. And there was one where they just put you in a big pot and just keep heating up the water till you start, like, boiling. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, boiling. They're just boiling you. And you're alive. That's that is terrible, isn't it? skin. It's, like, falling off you. Oh! I can't... I can't even get my head around it no anyway. you i mean you you surely just lose your mind like in the yeah. process of it the pain Couldn't you just like would they, would they have your head like so you couldn't drown yourself yeah yeah fuck yeah so you wouldn't be able to bear doing that See, that's yourself. hell isn't it if, if it's that but mm. eventually with, with torture you'll die there's, there's only so much your body can take but hell is like you're never gonna die and you're never gonna get used to this we're gonna like boil you alive forever we're gonna like skin you. All this stuff. It's horrific. Yeah, that's hell. That's what, that's what I'm thinking of hell. Yeah, exactly. Which all kind of comes from this, or not just Dante's and the guy Inferno, that's doing it is... looks horrible. Yeah, and he looks like he's enjoying it. Oh yeah, yeah, dirty devil boy. But um, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm obviously gonna be. This is really gonna be basic. You know, we have. Right. Well, I we could probably do a pod on Dante's Inferno itself. Like, it's, it's really detailed. There's lots to it. So I'm just going to blitz through it. We're just going to have like a whistle stop tour through the Inferno. Yeah, because this isn't what we're talking about. But um, so you've got nine circles. Like they're like concentric circles of hell. Right. Um, 
they get smaller. What's that about? Um, that's a great question. I think it's as the, like the smaller they go, they get more severe. Spiraling down the drain. Yeah, that's it. So it gets more and more severe, more horrific, more like concentrated. Degr- like degrade it, like disgust. Yeah. Yeah. So the first one is limbo, which is essentially it's just the people that never knew Jesus. Basically, it was just they never had. So people that that would never say that they're Christians, basically. Babies and that as well, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it. Yeah, it depends which. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just the Dante's Inferno thing. Depending on which which sort of corner of Christianity you're subscribing to, I guess so. But I would say that most, I think, it pretty much every kind of denomination would agree that babies are pretty much exempt because you've got to be able to to. Sin is a conscious choice to do something bad, or not necessarily bad, but something which is damaging to other people. But the, the other side of that is that they'll say that we're all guilty of original sin, so you redeem yourself through good life. So if you've never had a chance to redeem yourself, it's like innocent till proven guilty or guilty till proven innocent. Mm. Some people yeah. would say, well, the baby never had a chance to redeem itself. It's guilty of original sin. Send it down the drain. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Probably a good job you're not a Christian because that's not like <laughs> that's like that's very conservative. Yeah, I mean some some Christians do think that. If I joined your church on my first speech, I was like, I'm gonna go. I really want to give a talk, and that was my talk. How long would I last? <laughs> I don't know, like a minute. At the minute, <laughs> to be like an old uh, crook around my neck, like a shepherd's crook, pulling me off the stage. <laughs> um. So limbo is just boring, isn't it? There's nothing there. It's just endless nothing. He just, yeah. So limbo is, I guess, I suppose, like modern day humanism. So in limbo, Dante encounters Aristotle, Socrates, mm. Julius Caesar. So, like you know, pretty philosophical people. But I suppose in the Middle Ages, at the time of Dante, when this was all written, um philosophy was was kind of at attention it was like at a loggerheads with religion because it didn't didn't seem to involve religion it just seemed to take religion as a springboard and use it to explain life um without actually making that commitment to a faith so so that's limbo the second one down we've got is lust it's pretty self-explanatory just a big orgy loads of orgy lots and lots of sex and stuff can you just go there for the weekend and then go back upstairs don't know maybe there is like an elevator at the top there's like an elevator yeah that's what i'm thinking so but it seems to stop at limbo it's one way that's a violent and endless wind souls i'm trying to read it uh soul strikes underworld i can't read it there the lustful it says contorted and blown about by violent and endless wind yeah that's what we can yeah yeah there's lots of oh yeah can you see there's like oh yeah, tornadoes, and tornadoes and stuff yeah so what people trying to have sex during that yeah that's what makes it rubbish because i was like last loads of big orgy doesn't sound that bad to me but if it's really windy yeah that'd be a bit of a pain <laughs> kind of takes the wind out of your sails Wait, it? what what would get you into the last category then what would get you there so uh, it says shagging a goat. Says here that in last Dante uncovered, um, encounters Achilles, Cleopatra, Dido. I don't think us Dido is in the artist that sang with Eminem once. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like, I don't. I, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so... Cleopatra, she used to let people sleep with her. Yeah, yeah. She would be like... Because she loved sex, and she was like, anyone can sleep with me, but if you sleep with me, I'm allowed to kill you. So it's like the last thing you do before you die. Yeah, Cleopatra coming at you. Coming at you with a knife once, you, once you're done. Yeah, she's like a black widow. <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone can sleep with her, but I think if she chose someone, she'd be like, yeah, you can sleep with me, but I'll kill you afterwards. Um, <laughs> last. Third one down is... Gluttony. So as, it, as you go down, it's pretty clear this is the seven deadly sins, or this mm. is where we get the seven well, deadly sins from. Some of them are. But some of them are. Some of them. Are, some of them are not. There's no craven images here. No. But this is where we get the idea of seven deadly sins. Um, gluttony. Gluttony. So just people that overindulge. So mm. these are pretty ordinary people, apparently. So they're not from epic poems, or they're not mythical gods, or. Uh, philosophers they just don't know when enough's enough they just yeah just can't help themselves cannot and there's you can see there's people is that a guy wearing a KFC t-shirt and there's like a KFC (laughs) t-shirt yeah (laughs) I'll be honest if I ever saw a guy in a KFC t-shirt walking around I don't know if I think that was cool or not no I I wouldn't know what to think and then it looks like far right is I think someone being sick right maybe too much eating too much um, next one down, greed again, self-explanatory. So just Scrooge McDuck's in there. He is, isn't he? Look at he's got all that money. He didn't make it to the afterlife. No, far too busy counting his money. I can't believe the gluttony. They get rained on all the time as well. Yeah, their burgers are getting soggy or their bread. No one wants a soggy <laughs> burger. <laughs> There's nothing worse than wet bread, though. Is there? Sounds like hell to Greed, me. Greed, hoarders, and spenders. If I put tomato in my cheese sandwich and it makes the bread go wet. Nah. And then we go further down, we get to anger. Yeah. Uh, and this is where Dante is threatened by the Furies, apparently, when they try to enter through the rules, the, the walls of Dis. Mm. Um, and uh, so this is um, this is also where, apparently, Dante begins to question himself and his own life, realising his uh, actions and nature that could lead him to this permanent torture. So although it's pretty far down it's it's actually pretty easy you know people get angry all the time and it's mm. a natural part of life for people to get angry it's just what you do with that anger that i guess would lead people to do something they might regret mm. um next one down is heresy i'm quite surprised it seems quite far down really for for i suppose yeah i don't know uh, but so heresy is just the rejection of a political norm but you think the mindset that this would have been conceived in the idea of heresy i think would have been much more severe like the idea would be much yeah. more shocking and that is yeah why exactly so yeah down. yeah so i suppose it's we might look at this and think this is like you know very outdated and just very not like not relevant at all but people would have looked at this and it would have made perfect sense to people well, so far a lot of this has felt like we talked about like going out a night out in milton Keynes and it being terrible Earlier, yeah. This feels like a night out. Milk King's lust, gluttony, greed, yeah. anger, greed, anger. At this the is end one of the night. night out. Heresy. Exactly. This is a night it's, out. The Weatherspoons. It's all there. Um, <laughs> it's, like the, it's the litten tree. Oh god. That's what that tree was in that first picture. It was the litten tree. Yeah, litten it was the litten tree, litten tree. Oh, in Ellsbury. Oh dear. <laughs> People used to queue to get in there. They used to queue to get in the litten tree. I can't imagine <laughs> queuing for that. No. I can't imagine queuing for anything, let alone uh, it'd be terrible. So uh, the other thing that it's important to remember with Dante's Inferno is that 
at the time people were like people knew that your soul was immortal it wasn't there was no question of it you wouldn't meet anyone that'd be like no i don't believe that like no it was like common knowledge almost in the way that well maybe not so much anymore but in the way that most people would agree that the earth is round is not flat like it would be insane for people to consider that your soul is not immortal so this is why people took this kind of stuff seriously because they wanted to make sure that at the end of their life they were going the right way Mm. Mm. and then after heresy we've got violence um so continuing our night out friday night uh yeah and this is lots lots of stuff going on here um and i think it's just because violence is so broad um and mm. i think it would depend on the level of, of violence that you inflicted on someone so you know murder is obviously way worse and we we've got what looks like at the bottom we've got someone laying on the floor i mean they look naked as well and there's like monsters and stuff in here as well yeah there's like what looks like a griffin and minotaurs. There's all sorts. Of, so we're getting closer to like what we think of hell now. Mm. Um, and uh, fraud is the is is the eighth one. See, that's which, so low down. Yeah, it seems pretty crazy to when me. When I think of all the guys in prison, and you got the guys who are in there for violence and stuff like that. Yeah, and then they always sort of sort of uh, are the guys who are in for fraud. They sort of see them as the namby pamby members of the. Of the cafeteria, yeah. Um, I don't know. I've never yeah. been in prison, as you can tell. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> but fraud is actually way low down. If I was in prison for fraud, I'd be like, actually, it's further down Dante's Inferno than you. Exactly. <laughs> and then I get my head kicked in. Yeah, shut <laughs> point Dexter. And they pull your pants <laughs> over your head and give you a wedgie. Yeah, they do worse than that. Take your lunch money. Yeah. yeah. No, I think yeah, it would be worse. You'd probably get. I murdered. mean, so they'd probably. More, yeah. more serious. <laughs> anyway, so that's fraught. And then treachery is the very last ring, and that is where Satan himself is. So you can like you can see at the bottom, we've got Satan right at the bottom there. Treacherous dog. And uh, yeah, that's there, there's all sorts of people down there. But it, um, <laughs> there's all sorts it's, of people. it's all sorts all sorts of people down there. So in conclusion, there's all sorts of people. All walks of life, <laughs> mostly treacherous people. <laughs> But it's, it's where Satan himself lives. If there's one thing so. they've all got in common. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so that's Dante's Inferno. Pretty, it's pretty interesting. Even today, like, it's pretty it's pretty interesting to look at and just to see yeah, the different... Yeah, I like looking at old things like that because you get a, a glimpse into the mindset of people from the era in which it was made. Like, that is, in that time, that is what people are thinking. Yeah. This is... The worst. This is the ultimate, like, drain yeah. that you could slip down, and this is what's going to be there waiting for you. Exactly, yeah. And I, I, I think it's I, the reason I wanted to include it is because I think the idea is that we think of hell and we think of the torment and the torture and the pain and the endless violence and, like, just unbearable torture. And we think, you know, we've got it from the Bible. Um, but it hasn't come from the Bible. It's it mainly where we get these ideas from is is things like Dante's Inferno. It's um, things like the Doom paintings, which although they are in churches, they they don't you know they've not been taken straight out of a page. There's not a page in the Bible which is like right. This is what hell looks like. So, I was actually going to ask that. Is there ever like a proper description of hell? Uh, well, we're just about to come onto onto that kind of stuff right now. Hmm. 
this is this is where I suppose actually I mean all the way through this has been more discussiony than I thought, which is really good. I was hoping that it would be. I was hoping that I wasn't gonna say we're gonna talk about hell and then for it to be really like dour. And... Well, it's this is it's one of the, the hope. My hope is one of the draws of this podcast: the fact that we all come at these things from different sort of faiths and beliefs and backgrounds. Yeah, because it give when we come onto one of these more spiritual topics, it. it leads to more conversation because you know depending on who's hosting the other people have questions Mm. and um so it leans into that it's not like me saying well this is a ghost story and you go well i don't believe that ghost story well it doesn't matter this is the ghost story (laughs) there's not much discussion when you're telling a story this is like a belief system and uh, so there's much more to discuss around it yeah 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 exactly um but what I'm going to do is just go over, there's essentially two different ways that you could view hell. If if you were to take Bible verses um, and, and look at what the Bible says about hell, there are two different theories that you could draw, basically. Um, and these are two which are pretty universal, like whoever you speak to, if you were to, if you were to, to take a hundred Christians and say to them, what, what do you think hell is? They would probably say one of these next two things. Okay. Um, but before I get on to these two ideas, these two theories that we've got, um, I think it's important to mention that we need to try and view both of these theories through, um, almost like a, a, through a mindset of, of God's character, like who God is. So we want to be bearing in mind all the way through who the God is. So, so this isn't necessarily who you guys believe God to be, but biblically, if you were to look at God's character, right, it's important to try and think of hell through Christians believe God to be. So there are two two things really that are sort of overriding themes that carry throughout the whole Bible. And they're two things which don't, it's not as if you see bits of God's character here and bits of there. These are the two kind of constant themes that the writers of the different books of the Bibles adhere to. When they talk about God's character, This, the, there are two things which they refer to. And one is that God is love. Right. And the other thing is that God is just. Mm-hmm. Um and the reason it's important, I think, this is just my personal opinion, but the reason I think it's important to have this mindset as we're thinking about hell um, is because I think if you were to take love without justice, or if you were to take God as an idea, if he's a loving God but not a just God, then he's he's wishy-washy. You know, he's lo- it's all love, everything's love, and he accepts everything because he just loves you. So you can do whatever you want, and it's almost as if there's going to be no consequence to anything. So it's chaos. And that's where the just, God being just, comes in. Because essentially, if you're going to believe in a God, to some degree, you're going to want him to be able to judge human life. If he's created human life, ultimately, he should take some form of responsibility for it. (laughs) Um, And there should be some kind of justice at the end of everything, you know, we, as humans, we, we don't stop thinking about justice. I don't think, I don't think we, we notice things every day that aren't fair. And we notice people getting away with stuff that shouldn't get away with stuff. And there are people who 
get things that they don't deserve. There are things, um, there are good, good people that get, that have bad things happen to them. And there are bad people that seem to just waltz through life with no problems whatsoever. And so I suppose, I don't know, maybe you guys would disagree, but I would say that whether you're a Christian or not, the idea of a God, you'd think, well, I, I'd kind of like God to at least be fair. Mm. Like if God's going to be anything, I'd like him to be, at least be fair that people should be judged based on who they are and what they've done. Does that make sense? Um, you'd hope if there's a higher being that we're saying is a creator mm. of humanity and yeah. they're sort of in control of our eventual destiny, Yeah. then, yeah, I would hope there's some sort of fairness involved because if, yeah. if there isn't, then what... But then, see, that's the thing. Part of me is just like nothing's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just as easy for me to believe the idea of a God who would create something and say, this, this, this is my children and I'll shepherd them or let them be. But at the end of the day, say, well, you've been a good person. You've been a bad person. This is that. This is that or the other. But as it is for me to believe that, you know, you know, the deadbeat dad idea of like, uh, made some stuff out of clay, chucked it over there, and he's off doing something else, and he doesn't care what we're doing, and if we die, we die, and if we don't, we don't, and at the end of the day, pff, whatever. That's mm. just as easy for me to get my head around. Mm. Because it's just like, you know, that it's the same as on a, a more zoomed-in scale. It's the same as dads. There are good dads and bad dads. There are dads that care for their kids and want them to be just and want to instill good virtues in them. And there are also mm. dads that have their kids and don't care and never wanted their kid and fuck off and they don't care how that kid ends up and to me god is the same as that on a higher level if you believe in god then there's also the possibility that god isn't a good guy he just mm. accidentally created us yeah and there's he also created loads of other worlds with other people in other places and doesn't care about them either yeah sure so i suppose what you're saying is it's everything is plausible because you don't believe any of it anyway but that that's always my <laughs> that's always yeah. why i come down because i don't really believe anything anything is as plausible as anything else which is why i will listen to anyone's belief and be like yeah that's possible mm. yeah um but i guess what you're saying is if if god is just as you're saying then isn't it right for him to judge humanity fairly yeah yes yeah, yeah. Essentially, yeah. That's 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 the very least that you would hope. Um, I would hope. I would hope. Yeah. But it, if you were to, okay. So I suppose the other way of asking the question, uh, coming to you, Tis, is like what uh, what characteristics would you expect of God? Like, or what if if you were to imagine God, who what would you expect him to be like? I want to I want to answer the first one first. Go on then, because I yeah, I think on. the idea of a just God is so strange. I was just like turning mm. it over in my head. Okay. Uh, because I, maybe naively so, but don't believe that there are any shitty people. There are any people that have shit done to them, which make them the person they are. And therefore you have to offset what happens to these people versus what they've done in return. Uh, and then if you did, you'd find that there were a hell of a lot more good people than bad. Hmm. The psychopaths and sociopaths, but again, uh, maybe part of their brain is just different. But maybe they're not inherently bad. It's just they just get led to do bad things through hmm. what is what is here or how. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 
some some bad people are led into being worse or being bad people or doing bad things like you say because of the world that's been created around them and their response to it by people before them who created the world in that way yeah. for them. Yeah. So there is an original yeah. sin in that way. The people that made that maybe were inherently bad. This is me skirting around people like... It's kind of like how babies can't be judged because ba- and, and we're all just grown-up babies. So at the heart mm. of it, we're all babies. We're all, we're all uh, you know, judgeless judgeless <laughs> we mm. can't be judged uh we've just grown yeah. older and done shit but it doesn't mean that we should still be judged on that because that shit was a result of other shit which was a result oh, yeah. of other shit and well so, it's the same as like who ha- who doesn't think back to their teenage years and regret so many things they did and said mm. yeah no one because we're still learning yeah yeah and you have to acknowledge that everyone has room for growth because we all grow. None of us are perfect. None of us mm. were good teenagers 100% of the time. No one. Because mm. no. we were learning. Even shitty people, though. You look at shitty people and you just, you know, if you can get past the annoyance they cause you, you can realize that actually they're just shitty because someone was shitty to them. Doesn't make it right. Some people, I don't think anyone's ever been shitty to <laughs> I think so. I mean, he's had, he's grown up in a fucking weird situation any celebrity with money to be honest any of them that turn for the worst you think fuck they just had too much what happened too to you? much yeah balance is everything balance is what keeps us grounded and if you don't have well, that's mm, what we talked about in the ego balance episode, on we either basically side came down to everything yeah 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 if there's a god i believe in it's balance yeah totally yeah and i think well you so what you've what you've just described this is dualism yeah. And I think I'd like to say that probably all three of us are dualists. Like, no one's all good or all bad. Mm. Everyone um, is capable I, of... Every, I, I, Well, maybe not Bobby then. I, I, I genuinely do think some people are inherently shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but they are. There are some absolute cats out there. I don't believe that there's a shred of decency in Donald Trump. Uh, I don't... And- I, <laughs> I can't I can't see a sh- I, I can't see a shred of decency in someone like that. I look at him now. I, I have to He th- this week he got diagnosed with coronavirus after denying that it was a thing and then when he came out of it his response was he survived it because well he's getting a commemorative coin made yeah. that says Donald Trump superhero that's fucking amazing. Coronavirus. But that is brilliant, isn't it? But if he survives it, he's a superhero. If anyone else has it, it's nothing. Oh, everyone recovers. Yes, because he's a petulant child. He's such... Exactly, because he's a terrible... He's a bad person, because he can't see any empathy. No, he's not a bad person. He's just... He, well... <sighs> and because he got better, he's now defunding any research into coronavirus, because he survived it. So everyone should, right? Because he can't think of anyone beyond himself. But he's just narcissistic. He's just doing things. He doesn't. I would say narcissism is bad. Is about does make someone bad. He doesn't know the vastness of what he's doing. He is just a kid with lots of shit in his way, and he's pushing it out of the way. He's not calculated like if I push this shit, you know, these people are going to get hurt. He doesn't think about that shit. Maybe, uh, maybe I don't know. I don't. So then, that- I don't personally believe he's. A psychopath. I just think he's a fucking narcissist, extreme narcissist. He has no empathy. 
I think a lack of empathy is scary. I think I find people with no empathy really scary. Mm. What happened to him as a kid? Um, and so it's scary that someone with no empathy is in power, but it's also scary to think that, well, most people in power have no empathy. That's how they got there. And it's the scary world that we've created. No one gave him a hug when he was a kid. He did not get fucking hugged. No. Exactly. So there you go. Straight away, you've you got to make a case for him. Cycle of violence. Can you imagine him hugging his kids? No, exactly. But Cycle again, it's like... I can imagine him hugging Ivanka. Should he be judged at the end when God's judging him? It's like, well, you know, you look at all that shit that happened to you as a kid. What the fuck else would happen? There's also people that had terrible childhoods that are really good people. Oh, yeah. But it's the luck of the draw. It's not like, you know. He he also, like like I was saying, there's an original sin to that, though. He wasn't, his, he was, he's not the first bad dad. And his dad wasn't the first bad dad. But down the line, someone started that cycle. Yeah. yeah. So there was originally a bad person. Someone normalized. Well, no, because something would have happened to them, right? <laughs> something Maybe. happens to Maybe everyone. I, that... Maybe they were inherently bad. No, <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't believe it. <laughs> I think everyone's good. Everyone's good. I think most people are good. I think I would come down kind of somewhere in between the both of you i think i think i'd probably slide more towards tiss yeah (laughs) however but only because only because i fail to believe that as much as i can't stand i've got a lot of beeping to do I can't even stand looking at his face. No, I can't hear his voice. If I hear his voice, I have to mute it. I actually can't listen to him. I can't hear his voice. As much as I can't stand him, I fail to believe that there hasn't been at least one, like, good deed. Like, one. I don't think he's ever cried. Maybe not. Mm, I don't know, maybe not. I can't imagine him crying. I can't imagine him crying when his dad died. I can't imagine him attend, like bothering to... Didn't, Didn't literally, like, someone in his family die recently and he was, like, not even at the funeral, didn't give a shit. It was his brother, I his think. His brother died, yeah, and he was just like farting around like he always is. But that behaviour is so normalised to him, it's like he doesn't understand a life. Because he's a bad person. Well, no. But there are, but there are, but <laughs> there are people who don't bad see their family members. contrast to someone else, but you can't do that. You can't compare and contrast everyone. I would normally cut all this, but I'm going to leave it because I think it's interesting to show that the, I, the pod, mm. we were talking about earlier, this podcast has three hosts that have differing opinions that are still incredibly close friends yeah um and this is just a part of that yeah totally (laughs) i might be fucking naive by the way i might be naive but i would rather live believing die believing that than live believing that there are bad people yeah i can't i think this is where i would come in i think i even if there's just one i can't I can't believe in all of his 70-odd years of being alive that there's not one thing he's done which is you could say that was a good thing. He might still be mostly doing things that are horrible. Um, but this is, this is, this is where... Um, this has been my biggest struggle as a Christian for the last five years in trying to understand people that vote for him who mm-hmm. also say they're Christians because I, I spend most of... Um, I spend most of my life trying to live like Jesus. I get it wrong a lot, but I try. I try to be a good person. I try to, I try to be as kind as I can. I try to be as sacrificial as I can, and try to, um, 
I don't know. I just try and be a good person, I mm-hmm. suppose. Not not because the Bible tells me to, but because I want I want that's what I want to do. That's the way I want to live my life. Um so I spend a lot of my time thinking about character. And so this has been my biggest I just do not understand people that vote for him because I just think that his character like how can you look at him in any aspect and think that's Jesus? You just can't. It's just you just it's, I just can't possibly do it. I can't look at him and think that's human. No, exactly. And not just because he looks like a fucking used tampon. <laughs> because he <laughs> looks... He doesn't look... Not mm. that, not about his physical appearance. No. But he, he as, a, as a, a being, he doesn't feel humane. No. But this, this week, I, said to, I was saying to Rachel yesterday, we, we were watching that clip of him... Like struggling to breathe at the White like House, like a fucking goldfish washed up. And I said to Rachel, I said the the smallest part <laughs> of me actually feels sorry for him. Like, what happened to him? Where his ego, like he became so egomaniacal that he's like any anyone with any symptoms of a coronavirus has been like, I'm just going to take a few days in bed. Even like mild cases, most mild, you know, I've, I've known a couple of people that had it mild and they're like, yeah, I was in bed for like a week or mm-hmm. even if it's a few weeks, like just go and chill out. There's nothing wrong with admit it. Like you're human. We're all going to get ill. We're all going to struggle with things yeah. at times. We all have, you know, knowing what we're all fallible to disease and illness. And there's a part of me like, mate, just go and get in bed. No one's going to think any less of you if you just go and lay in bed for a bit. I literally couldn't think any less of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess not. But that's that's even more proof to me because he's not, you know, he could be doing something like taking time out, but he's like a slave to that ego. But the reason he won't take time out is because he wants to prove that he's better. Yeah, exactly. And that, the, the that's sad. Non-human. That's sad. Yeah. <laughs> That's really sad. Exactly. You gotta feel sorry for him, man. You gotta feel sorry for him. I can't. You got it. It will set you free, Bob. (laughs) It will set you free. I was sitting there every morning. I was like, check when I turn my phone on in the morning, I was like, ready for that alert, like Donald fucking finally perishes. I know it's callous, but I was like, come on. I still think he's a piece of shit, yeah, for sure. And I I don't but I'm just saying that I'm cutting that. (laughs) <laughs> you've gone too far Tis. you've gone too far but uh <laughs> but i just think that at the heart of people there's something that happens they don't always they don't start as bad people they become bad people at the end of the day i feel like christians will say okay i want to do good on earth i want to live like beef said i want to live like jesus did i if i do good i will find my way into heaven i'll have eternal happiness mm. my mindset is i i don't believe i'm anything beyond this i am me <laughs> i have a finite amount of time on this earth and then i'm nothing if i've only got one life why wouldn't i live it trying to why wouldn't i live it being good why wouldn't i want to be good with the one chance i have to do that yeah, and make other people have a nicer time who happen to be around me and it makes me part of it part of me it makes more tolerant because I'm like hey some people have got it rough some people haven't I want to be tolerant to people mm. some of it makes me less tolerant because if someone is just an absolute irredeemable shithead why do I want to waste my time having them in around me in any way yeah because I've only got this one life and mm. I don't want to see them ruining everyone else's you too. don't have to have them around you though you don't have to have them around you, but just just realize that. Well, if they're the president, it's pretty hard to escape them. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I avoid people like that, but when they're thrust upon me, like the the spotlight shine shined on them, or they're in power, like they all are. Yeah. Then that's when it gets frustrating. Yeah. I th- I think like we we probably like try to live our lives similarly. Like you've just you've just explained what I just said, really. Yeah. Just that you're exactly. you're you're you um yeah we're like we we're just doing it like our um what's it called like the end game is different. Yeah. I have a fatalist approach, but the means to get to that end are the same. Yeah. Mm. So back to hell. Yeah, they, you you said it was going to be a discussion episode. It really yeah. was, including one of my breakdowns and everything. No, no, that was, that was good. I'm I'm glad we had it, and it's yeah. That's I. This is what I thought it was going to what what's going to happen. We were worried about getting negative feedback for the ego episode. It's all going to come from this one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so before we talked about and everything else, I said that there were essentially two. Two theories about hell. Oh, yeah. I uh, forgot because it was like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, my God. So this, um, so the first one is what we, is pretty much what we've just looked at and just explained is, is what's commonly known as eternal conscious torment. Right. Or ECT, eternal conscious torment. So this is the popular image of hell. Popular as in, not that it sounds lovely, but popular as in... <laughs> When, if you were to stop a hundred <laughs> people in the street and say, "What does hell look like?" they would probably describe Dante's Inferno. <laughs> They'd probably be like, "Who are you? Why? Why are you asking me this?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are your credentials? <laughs> yeah. But um, I so say that. Yeah, mo- most people would probably describe something like that. Would you say that's fair to say yeah. that? Yeah. You should have done like a family fortune section where it's like, we asked a hundred people on the street about hell. It's like, oh, fire. Oh, that makes me want to do that for an episode of Weird Tales. Get all the listeners oh. to like give us a set of answers. Yes. Hey, episode 150 is coming up. Maybe we should play some games on we it. We surveyed all of our listeners and the top episodes or something like that. That'd be fucking sweet. Yeah. Family fortunes. I'm trying to think of a pun, yeah. but I can't. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of some... Episode 150 is going to be fun. We'll try and do some games. That's in, what, four episodes time? It's pretty soon. It's going to be the last one before Christmas. Can we... Uh, it'll be like it'll be like non-school uniform as well. We can wear whatever we want. We can have games, yeah. have party <laughs> snacks. I'm not washing the toothpaste <laughs> off my trousers for that one. Oh, <laughs> no, don't. Don't push the boat Should we do... Um, what are we wearing of the week for that as well? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're getting closer to more tattoos, boys. Oh, yeah. no. Halfway there. Uh, um, yeah, ECT. So ECT, eternal conscious torment. This is exactly mm. what it sounds like. Endless basically. torture. Yeah, and it, so it originates from Greek philosophy, basically, which is why you will see scriptures in the Bible that look as if they you know, refer to that kind of a hell. Um, and that was because it was just commonplace in Greek philosophy that that is... That is what hell was. That you wouldn't have to to try and explain a different view of hell would be would would feel bizarre because it was just people's worldview that that was what the underworld was. So to me, this depiction of hell though it smacks of control. It it mm. smacks of the people in power saying, "What can we tell everyone? What happen if they don't behave themselves? We'll yeah. tell them it's imagine torture. 
because mm. you can imagine it because it's happening around us anyway because the year we live in imagine that forever and you don't get bored of it be good or else and then it, it yeah. feels like means of control yeah this is why i stray away from i mean you don't get too much of it anymore but you used to get you do still get it around but it this um this this way of evangelizing people where mm-hmm. it's like if you don't stop doing it you're gonna go to hell you're like well, right, it's not yeah. gonna make anyone do anything is it like why are you because no. anyone you're telling that to already has decided they don't believe in that exactly it's like the it's like the vegan on the bin analogy that we always come back to. Uh, yeah, exactly. But a positive emotion always wins against a negative. Like you're always yeah. gonna win someone better if you're trying to be positive about something. Hundred percent. So I don't understand why people do that. But anyway, at the time of Jesus, anyway, it would have been commonplace for people to have that kind of an attitude about hell because that's what philosophically speaking that's that's what they knew you know we're talking times where people um you know i suppose we could think about like gladiators and people were still you know tortured and killed in really inhumane ways so it's difficult for us to try and understand a worldview like that because we just don't think like that anymore yeah it just doesn't but basically the, the the whole crux of this is that you've got your body and then you've got your soul. Mm. Your body will perish, but your soul is eternal. So your soul, essentially, when your physical body dies, your soul has to go somewhere. It doesn't just die as well. Your soul has to actually go because your soul is immortal. And remember that they they thought your soul was immortal. That wasn't a, like, there was no questioning that. That was just pretty standard that people understood that. Um, so that if your soul doesn't go to heaven, it's obviously got to go somewhere else. And if heaven is, like we said earlier, the best place imaginable where everything is utterly amazing. It's the best. Where's the middle ground? <laughs> this. Which is then... <laughs> this. <laughs> this, earth, yeah. Middle ground. Exactly. This is both heaven and hell. Yeah. Um, I wish we could just... Could you just choose... See that? If someone says to me, do you want the best thing ever forever or the worst thing ever forever or just stay in the middle? I'd be like, I'd stay in the middle, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. I don't want to rock the boat, but you haven't got the choice to stay here. Best thing ever forever. I mean, it would always wear out, right? How could you make an infinite? But I guess that's we can't get our stupid mortal brains around, isn't it? It's forever. You don't get bored of it. But that would be great. Think of like the days when you when like school like think of a snow day in school like you wake up in the morning oh god go to school it's cancelled oh my god and then you've got that free day and you stayed in playing video games and watch movies and hanging out and yeah dicking around with your friends and they were like the best days ever yeah it's like that yeah. feeling forever but those free days only exist but would it be because the feeling? of the duality of going to school and having to. Do you know what I mean? Like having it all the time. You don't, you don't have to worry thing. about it though, because it's we can't get our head around it. It always feels like good. I don't think it, it does. It changes I our question, chemical balance. I question. Okay, it. that was the question I'd have then. My my question was going to be: Is it like the best thing happening to you, but you still might have a shitty day? No, <laughs> because if I have a crappy day, but the best thing happens, like you have a crappy day, but you still get like. A million pounds, and you get to. It's it's weird, isn't it? Because sometimes that shittiness can. I'm in a. Despite how I sound, I'm actually in a really good mood tonight. Like the best mood I've been in for a long time. But I have had a shitty day. But the thing is, when I got home from my shitty day, 
One, my lecture got cancelled, but I thought I had to come home from work and do a lecture and then record. And I was like, fuck's sake. Sat down to my, do my lecture, cancelled. I was like, oh, great. I actually got caught up with loads of stuff that I've been behind on. I was buzzing. And then my boss texted me and was like, by the way, you've got a pay rise. And I was like, whoa. And it just turned into like the best day because it started so shit. And that increasingly betterment of the day yeah. made it great. So mm. maybe you got to take the rough with a smooth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Will there ever be a rainbow? <laughs> <laughs> if you want the rainbow, you've got to put up with the rain. That's it. Need to know what philosopher said that? Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So ECT, eternal conscious torment. So it. I guess what I'm trying to say is we think this this idea of hell is is mental and as a christian this idea of hell to me is not very it's not very helpful it's not a very helpful understanding of hell mm. um but at the time this idea would have been obvious this would have been obvious as a worldview in terms of something else that might seem obvious to us today like it seems obvious that we need green energy it seems obvious that um, I don't know, it might seem obvious to you guys that, that eating meat every day is going to damage the planet and be horrific. Damage your body as well. Damage your body, exactly. Give you, like, poorly tummy and everything. Um, Give you a dicky tummy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, I don't know, there are, there are dozens of worldviews which seem obvious to us today that mm. in 50 years won't seem that way anymore. So... It seems barbaric to have this idea of hell because it is barbaric because we don't torture people or when we hear of people being tortured, there's campaigns and petitions to make it stop because it's, it is inhumane, it is barbaric, it is evil to punish people in those ways. Mm. Um, you know, and debt like capital punishment and stuff doesn't really happen. Like there's only a few states in America. There's a few countries here and there that have it, but mostly capital punishment doesn't happen anymore because it just it despite what someone's done it still seems immune inhumane sorry to whatever you do pull the trigger or yeah uh pull the lever or press the switch or whatever it is that you do you're still killing someone so you know we've got different systems now we've got um reform we've got prison we've got um the judicial system with all sorts of different ways of punishing someone or for the, giving them a consequence um that is probably in proportion to what they what they've done you know that's what we understand and that's where we that's the way we live our lives so eternal conscious torment just seems to be so unbelievably it's like a massive overreaction like if you take someone like hitler you could probably argue, yeah, he was an asshole. He deserves to be boiling in a pot. Hey, artist, did he do anything good? Uh, he was a vegetarian, <laughs> actually. He got the trains running on time, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he had a, he's had a totally shit childhood as well. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, bless him. Um, yeah, if you if you were to take uh, if you were to take Hitler or anyone like that that we would class to be pure evil anything that anyone that we might have mentioned on our show already yeah today. exactly <laughs> then you could you could make a pretty easy case for them deserving eternal conscious torment because mm. what they've the 
the the sin, if you like, or the the harm that they've done to people is so catastrophic that you your head can make sense of it because you think, yeah, all right, that makes that makes sense to me. That seems fair, actually. That and no one's gonna no one's gonna argue with that. However, you turn the tables a bit and you say, okay, here's someone who leads a pretty good life. Um, they're kind to people. They run a charity. You know, they might, I don't know, they, they're just the good person overall. They they pay their taxes, they, they go to work, they live a good life, they're good to their kids, they're a good father, a good good wife, a good parent, whatever. They just don't believe in Jesus. So that person, under this understanding of hell, would also suffer eternal conscious torment, which seems pretty unfair, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is where we get to... Uh, the second understanding of hell, okay. which is probably, I'm not going to say, I just, I'm just going to tell you what it is. So understanding number two or theory number two is what you would call or is commonly known to be conditional immortality. Okay. So this comes from an opposite standpoint, uh, which is that your soul is not eternal. So this um, this kind of comes from... Biblical verses like uh, Romans 6.23 in the New Testament, which says that the wages of sin is death, with death understood to just, that's it, you're dead. That's it. Like like you said earlier, Bobby, you just, you're dead. Like, you're just gone. There's no... Vanish. There's no afterlife. You just, that's it. You're, you're gone. Life's a magic you trick, know. baby. You, you just, that's it. So in other words, a natural outcome and consequence of sin is that both body... And your soul die. Your soul is not then punished for eternity unless immortality is acquired somehow. Uh, So if you read the rest of Romans 6.23, it says the wages of sin is death. So death just being like a final, your soul's gone, it's just you're dead. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. So in other words, conditional immortality is saying that the condition for acquiring immortality is receiving immortality through Jesus. Right. Because if you look at it the other way, if you were to take two people, one person believes in God, the other one doesn't, the other one, one's a Christian, one is not, their ideas of heaven are going to be completely different. So as a Christian, my idea of heaven would be spending eternity with God. It's brilliant. Mm. That sounds great. But to you... That's not going to be the case because you don't believe he exists. Right. So having to spend eternity with him, you're like, well, no, that doesn't sound like heaven to me. Heaven is every day I wake up and realise, like, you know, when your alarm goes off and you think it's work and you're like, oh, shit, it's my day off. And you haven't got anything planned. And it's like, oh, my God. And you just, like, feel like you have that amazing feeling in the morning. I've got a free day. Hmm. It's that feeling every day. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so not not eternity. I mean, you can... Unless he wants to play Tony Hawk's for me. <laughs> I mean, you can still experience that. You're just going to be in the presence of God forever. Any artistic listeners, can you draw a picture of me and God sitting on the sofa playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? That'd be awesome. I'd love that. And then that could be our next T-shirt design. <laughs> yeah, what's God into? What's God into? Is he into like... Me and, me and, what's he into? We're playing horse on Tony Hawk's. <laughs> playing horse. What's his thing? Yeah. So anyway, 
Where am I going? Beef's trying to hold this episode together desperately. <laughs> no, it's fine. So, base, so yeah, I mean, there's nothing to say that you couldn't do those things in heaven. There's not. There's nothing to say that in heaven you still couldn't have just an endless day off work. Um, you're just going to be in the presence of God forever. But if you don't believe in God, that might not necessarily be your idea of heaven anyway. Is he watching me? No. You said I'm with him forever. I don't like people watching me do things. Well, it, it's not like in the, if you're in the presence of me and I would have to be stood with you watching. <laughs> just that, whatever that, that I do, you're just stood there watching me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, God is, if God is omnipotent, he's everywhere. He doesn't need he's to be He's already watching like, me. So that puts me on edge. Doesn't mean he's watching you. It just means that he's he's present. I don't know. Well, I don't think he's watching you. Well, sounds a bit like perverted. I didn't mean like that. I just like it's like when you're doing some work in school, some English work, and then a teacher comes to look over your shoulder, see what you're writing. I would always be like <laughs> covering my whole page. Like, don't watch me. I don't want anyone to watch me do anything. So this is this is why. This makes sense because to you, this doesn't. It doesn't make sense that you would want God's presence anywhere near you because I don't want anyone's presence anywhere near me. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah, because you're a loner. You like being on your own. No, but it, you're a loner and you like being on your own. A very different beef. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, I scrapped both of that. Thing. I didn't mean that. It's like the difference between being the Unabomber and Bob. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, so which I hope is a huge gulf. You've just explained precisely what I'm talking about. So it doesn't. I, as a Christian, know what it feels like to have to be in God's presence, or what I feel that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To you, the it's neither here or there. It doesn't make any difference to you. Mm-hmm. I've been in God's presence. Yeah, well, he's everywhere, isn't he? Right now, he is in my presence yeah. right now, up in my grills. Because he's everywhere, and he's also across the room. Yeah, he's also watching Bob. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's definitely watching Bob now, and always. So anyway, so you've basically, if you come to the end of your life, and you're offered immortality, mm-hmm. so let's just say, actually, for example, Fuck that you shit. both are offered that, right? You die. No. Mm-hmm. And then, bang, you just find yourself stood in front of God. Right. And you go, oh, hello. And he goes, yeah, I'm real, yeah. Didn't think I was real, did you? I'd be like, yeah, I did. You don't know. I said, no. Oh, is is this a role play? This is a role play, yeah, yeah. Right? He then says to you, um, I want to give you a choice. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can acquire immortality Mm -hmm. and live forever, come and live in heaven We've got cheesecake and nibbles mm. and Tony Hawks. How are they making their cheesecake? But I'm, I'm, you're, you're going to be in my presence because right. I'm God and you know I'm immortal too. So if you're immortal, you're going to be with me. Or you can choose a second choice, and you don't have to accept all mortality, but you're, you'll just cease to exist. But I feel like you're, you're asking me to, if I believe in you when I've got you in front of me. It's not exactly a question of faith anymore because before it's like I well if I don't believe in him I don't care if I die or not if my soul dies yeah. because I don't think it's anything there anyway. But then if he's there yeah. saying do you want to come in now? I'm like well obviously I believe in you now. You're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> There's not really any like battle there. Yeah. He's basically just saying yeah. do you want to live forever and it's brilliant. Yeah. Or do you want to die? 
Whereas before, I'd be like, well, I'm going to die anyway. But if he's given me a choice, I'm like, oh, actually, there's something there. I would say, can I come in and have a look? Yeah. All right, yeah. Put your foot in the door and just peek yeah, through. Yeah, he's like, make your mind up, and I've got my foot in the door in case he shuts it. Yeah. <laughs> Try to look behind him. Um, I'd, yeah, I'd just be like, can I come in and have a look? Can I stay for a couple of weeks? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I would say, can I come in, but when I've decided mm. enough's enough, can I just, like, check out? Yeah. Yeah, because that's what I want. I wanted to live for not forever, but until I'm done. And then at some point you'll say, okay. And if he's got a great epilogue, yeah, at some point I can go, right, cool. I've had a really cool time in heaven, mate. Yeah. Thanks, but I'm checking out. I bet the heaven is like Las Vegas, the casinos. There's no clocks. They try and keep you there. It's daylight all the time. <laughs> you just don't know where you are. And you're I just don't know there. what time of day just- it is. Just a few million years later, you're still there. Well, time doesn't even matter because it's like mm. there's no time. Yeah, fair enough. I think I think that's I think that seems pretty fair. But it, <laughs> like, I can't really argue we're with that. We're not answering your you, questions you, at you, all. You, we're just no, you are. No, you are. Because essentially, what you're saying is like, well, yeah, sure. If because what's stopping you now is is the lack of proof for god there's never going to be a proof for god yeah like i say i don't need a faith to live life in the way i want to live it i will live no what i hope to be a good life regardless um and what happens to me after i die doesn't make a difference to that whether i go somewhere else whether i disappear whatever doesn't make a difference to it because i think more than likely nothing is going to happen but if the evidence is then given to me and i die and he says oh you're wrong by the way there's a heaven here. It's brilliant. Do you want to come and have a look? I'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, all right then. I didn't expect it, but yeah, I'll have a look. Yeah. Fair play. I'll, p- I'll pick up what you're putting down. If he's asking you in, you must be good. So this way, everyone wins. Everyone wins in this one because I get what I want, which is awesome. I get to go to heaven or whatever. I get, I get immortality. Yeah. God's there. It's all good. And I suppose essentially you, let's say you don't get that choice. Let's say that's the risk actually that life, you, you, you have to choose in life. And then if you die and you still make, you still choosing, you know, you don't choose anything different, then you just cease to exist, which mm. is what you expected to happen anyway. Then actually everyone wins. But just before I cease to exist, does he be, give me like a salon sucker and let me know that I was wrong? He like <laughs> flips me off in the rearview mirror. <laughs> <laughs> and then takes the exit. Yeah. Or and you like, take no! the exit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, that seems a bit mean to me. He's like pushing me in a swimming pool. Yeah. And then running out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The amount of people that die every day, God's just constantly greeting people, just asking them the same question. You must be knackered. <laughs> You're thinking in your mortal brain again, though, mate. It's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, come on, Tess. He's outside of time, so he's got all the time. Time's not of the essence to him. Yeah, but even spending a portion of time doing that in infinite time. If he can do anything, can he replicate himself? Can he create like a cloning machine and <laughs> can he just delegate loads of him? Like a, a card where you tick the box, immortal or... We're asking Beef like death. he knows. Like, Beef, I know, I know that God can do anything. What's right? the logistics of heaven? <laughs> Are there dinosaurs in heaven? <laughs> Are there dogs in heaven? Don't know, I've not been. All dogs go to heaven, mate. All dogs go to heaven, yeah. Yeah, come on. What a show. I mean, maybe. Let's make music together. <laughs> dogs are great. 
If there's dogs in heaven, I'm going. Definitely. But that is your idea of heaven, isn't it? The beach thing. We've done this. Dogs. Just you on a beach with some dogs. If there's dogs in heaven, does that mean there's dogs in hell? Yeah, like there's never dogs Hitler's in dog. hell. No, I see the bad one. There's only ba- there's Lassie only the bad, the bad owners one. that are in hell. I guess so. Well, so there's so there's no bad dogs. No, only bad owners. Uh, and they were are probably... those bad owners inherently bad? No, they weren't either. <laughs> it's just a big. It's a big. Uh, it was their owner. It was God. It's a big conga line of bullshit that's happened to them. That's what happened. Oh. We're full of beans tonight, guys. Yeah. It's it's good. This is exactly what I want. I wanted to run out of time. I'm looking at the time like I cannot go through the rest of what I have planned for this, which is a good thing. I didn't want to. I wanted it to be chatty. Yeah. I wanted it to be quite actually quite um jovial. Yeah. But I didn't want it I didn't want it to be depressing. But and it hasn't. And you've still got material in the bag. I've still got something for a, a rainy day. But before we end before we finish mm-hmm. Which which side are the? And by the way, there are Bible verses that would you would be able to interpret as as falling on either side of those theories, basically. Right. Which is why you get people believing two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. So where I mean, where would you? Um, it seems pretty obvious, but where would you say I sit? You. Which one would you say I sit? Yeah. Which which theory do you think I? Put my money on what of the two uh, eternal, the second eternal one. conscious torment or universal immortality. Second one, Tis. Um, the the what was the first one? Eternal conscious torment. That one. Living forever again. You think that's the one I go for? for all eternity. <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought you meant that's the one you believe in. Yeah, he's asking which one do you think he believes in. What, to, as an idea of hell, that he's working you either towards. are tortured for eternity, for eternity, or the idea that if you are good, then hell is like immortality of the soul. Yeah, that one. The second. <laughs> good. Okay, we cleared that one up. <laughs> what was the second one called again? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were just calling it the second one. The second one. Conditional immortality. Conditional immortality. Conditional immortality. So, if yeah. you're good, you can live forever in heaven. Living forever sounds like hell to me, no matter where the fuck it is. So it doesn't matter then whether you're in the right. That's the right thing to believe in that's then, because fine, you then. will die. You, you get to die. You get to have your death. You get to have your death and eat it. Good. <laughs> Good. Um. <laughs> this has gone off in a strop. Good. <laughs> I fucking wanted to die. I wanted to die anyway. Yeah. It sounded like he just marched out the room. Good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking good. <laughs> so, wouldn't it be great yeah. if this didn't speak for the rest of the episode? Everyone thought he did. Yes. He actually just put in a door slam off like a stroppy teenager. <laughs> You're just going to turn my mic off for the rest of the show. Now. <laughs> I'm just going to mute you. <laughs> I am going to put a door slam sound effect in there, though. Yeah, I think it's. I think it seems pretty obvious. I, I can't equate eternal conscious torment with who I believe God to be. I couldn't... The, the only, I, I guess the simplest reason that eternal conscious torment doesn't, doesn't seem to me to be the most plausible thing is that um, one of the descriptions of heaven, 
one of the biblical descriptions of heaven is it's supposed to be what we've just discussed tonight. It's supposed to be this place which is without pain, without suffering, even without sadness, which is hard, which is impossible to imagine that. Mm. I'd feel pretty sad if I was in heaven knowing this other place existed where billions of other people were. Mm. I couldn't possibly let my hair down and enjoy the party in heaven knowing that that was the alternative. Especially if like someone that you knew in life wasn't in heaven, you'd be like, oh, I know where they are. Exactly. And then how could I possibly enjoy yourself? That would bring me sadness. Hmm. Um, so I know that sounds like a really simplistic reason, but that's like that feels to me to be the main reason, and it fits with who I know God to be. To me, it seems in proportion that God's response would be to give people what they want. Mm. You know, he's if 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 I read through the Bible that God is not um, a God to push Himself on people mm-hmm. and make them believe in Him, then why would He be any different in death? He's not going to be the sort of God that's going to be like, well, because you didn't believe in me, I'm sending you to the lake of fire where you're going to die and burn forever. That makes God look childish. That makes, mm-hmm. that makes God look like <laughs> <laughs> precisely <laughs> an egotistical maniac. Yeah, an inherently bad person. Yeah, it makes sense to me that God was the. Well, God was the first. If he was a bad person, he'd be the first bad person. Oh, that answers all our questions. But he's not a bad person. So (laughs) everyone's inherently good because they're in God's image. Boom! Out of the park. It's your free will. Out of the park. It's your free will. Because you think you just boomed me, but I pretty openly admit that I don't believe in God. (laughs) No, but. (laughs) No, but that's just. It's just the God's truth. And that. You can't usurp God's the, truth. The God's honest truth. Yeah, the God's honest <laughs> truth. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you believe in it, mate. The truth doesn't need believers. It just needs to be. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> uh, what, what an episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and um, I don't know if it's brilliant or, or a mess or yeah. both. It's, it's a bit of both, I think. Yeah. But just, just to finish, I think also... There, there are verses, like I say, particularly in Matthew, where Jesus refers to what people have interpreted to be hell. Mm-hmm. So he refers to this place um, called Gehenna and right. talks about um, it's a place where the fire never goes out and um, you'll be thrown into Gehenna and it's the place where the worms eat and eat and eat. Uh, people have commonly interpreted that to be hell that's jesus talking about hell right. where the fire never goes out and the worms eat and eat and eat that sounds pretty bad sounds like i'm a celebrity get me out of here yeah it sounds like hell that sounds like jesus describing hell i don't like worms and insects and that so that sounds bad exactly so that that to me that sounds like jesus describing hell mm. um except that gehenna is a is an actual place oh. gehenna was he just had a bad holiday there <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bad, yeah. bad trip advisor of you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's um, yeah. Gehenna was was basically um, like a rubbish dump. Um, it was a place outside Jerusalem that was, with, yeah, which was like a rubbish dump. It was like a big landfill. So it's like Staten Island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so there we go. So that's that's where I sit, and people listening who. Uh, you, you might be Christian. I'd be really interested to hear what your th- thoughts are, and you may you may believe in 
hell as this uh, literal eternal conscious torment place that sounds horrific. Mm. And if you do, that's fine. And you know, we want to we want to hear why and what your experiences are and what you think in hell. Uh, so just email in, and in a second, Bobby's going to give you the email address. I love it because we have such a range of beliefs of people that listen to our show. Mm. Um, I love hearing all different sorts of walks of life and faith and people messaging in and and they all get something different out of the show which i i love those sort of responses they mean a lot yeah uh, since we've talked about mormonism on the show like we've had plenty of mormons messaging and, and uh, like we get things like that all the time so yeah i love it totally love it mm. and that email is <laughs> oh and get these emails in i mean this because we're building up to episode 150 now so when we return after this break that's coming ahead now um we're going to come back in december the last episode that goes up before christmas is going to be episode 150 we've planned it that way mm. and um we're going to do a big old q a as part of that so if there's anything that you've wondered it can be podcast related or not just ask us some stuff we'd love to do a big old q a so everyone get your questions in for episode 150 as well so just put like the title of the email or the subject on the website as you know Weird Tales 150 or something like that. And I'll put them all in a folder and we'll get all these Q&A going on. So that is unexplainableuk at mail.com or go on the website weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.com and contact us about anything related to the show. Like Beef said, thoughts you had based on this one. Uh, send us pets of the week. We love getting pictures of everyone's pets and stuff. Uh, anything you like. And also get your questions in for the 150 Q&A. And also on the there website, we sorry, the other things on the website, you can find links to our social media accounts. You can find ways to support the show monetarily. You can find links to buy merch on the Tee Public store, all that good stuff. Um, if you want to support my time editing this, as well as other shows I work on, it's patreon.com slash bobshoy. Talking of other shows I work on, I have a new show that is launching the week after this episode goes up. Woo! It's called The Simpsons 4 and 1 More. So if you think if you enjoy all my Simpsons references on this pod, I I've made too many that they span off into their own podcast. So <laughs> me and Emma are going to be talking about the Simpsons season by season, starting on season one and going through. And in between each season, we talk about our favorite characters, favorite songs, favorite. It's a big old Simpsons discal podcast. Starting next week, uh, the Simpsons four and one more. Come join us over there. It's a lot of fun. Whew. And is there anything else? Bonus episodes, Bandcamp. Uh, uh, I can't remember what it's called. Bobshoy.bandcamp.com. Something like that. You can buy weird news, extra stuff, whatever. All that stuff. Phew. Listener of the week, guys. Go for it. Listener of the week, a guy called Aldo. He's a regular contributor. He wants to know, he particularly enjoyed the uh, outfit of the week that we did. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. he's wondering if listeners are allowed to enter into outfit of the week. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe we'll give a trial run. We'll give a trial run when it comes when we come back. We have so many features now. It's like the second half of the show. It's just outfit of the week, pet of the week, listener of the week. But listener of the week, Aldo, you are listener of the week. Uh, regular contributor to this, as well as some of my other stuff I work on. Listener of the week. Listener of the week. Awesome. Uh, pet of the week. Just a quick one, guys. Um, we had a dog last time, so I thought we'd have a cat this time. And this is relevant because I just said I've got that new podcast launching. Mm. Um, so this is Emma's cat. Uh, ah. She has two cats, but this is the one that interrupts our recording sessions by climbing all over the laptop. So if I make it <laughs> okay. pet of the week, I'm hoping it will give us a break when we try and record tomorrow night. Uh, this mm. is Ringo. 
Ah, Emma Ringo finally got pet of the week. Praise him. Ah, that's a lovely cat. Boy or girl? I'm taking boy. Oh, boy cat. I actually don't know. I think so. It's named after Ringo Starr. Yeah, so boy cat. Yeah. Ah, he's a lovely looking boy cat. Yeah. I'm getting my own boy cat soon. Oh, that's the official announcement of Beef getting a new pet. Official announcement. I think it's like two weeks. You get it the day of the campfire. Yeah. Exciting. I think it's the day before we go we go pick him up. Exciting stuff. I know. Oh my god. Yeah. You're right too. I thought this was like gonna then announce something. <laughs> no, no. Oh my god. Oh my god. No, that's amazing. By the way, Trump's dead. <laughs> oh, that would be a bang to go on. Uh until next time. Trump's dead, baby. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> by the this way, is so disappointed in us. All this talk about the soul and stuff makes me feel like the soul would be a banging topic for a discussion episode. Oh, yeah. I've just written it down as an idea for a future discussion. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Why didn't we think of that? I don't know. It just came when you were talking about it before. I was like, oh, that's good. Mm. Um, anyway, I think we're done. Listeners. Yeah. Just a reminder, get their messages in. We want to get a backlog of good content for episode 150. And I'm thinking, guys, maybe we should play some games like we already said. I like that idea. Play some games, answer some Q&A. Be a big old, big old fun. 150. That sounds good. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's it. We're done. Nice. Campfire coming up soon. Awesome. And that's us done for another series. I can't believe it. Yeah, we've got the campfire, which is like a nice little finale. And I've got a, a revisit in the back. Well, I'm recording it with Rick in a few days, so... Two more episodes. You get an extra on this one because you've got Halloween. An extra episode this series and then we're back in December. So still two more before then. Awesome. That'd be good. I can't believe it's, yeah, it's, it's another series in the bag. Yeah. We're done. Or nearly done. Nearly done. It feels like we're done because it's the last time we're doing remote recording, but there's actually two episodes left. Yeah. Anyway, guys, I think we're done. It's been a longie. We are done. Thanks so much for listening. Hopefully it was fun and not too long. Yeah. Lots of love. Lots of love. Etc. Lots of love. See you later. Until next time. Trump's dead, baby. Until until next time. Lots of love. (laughs) See ya. Love you. Lots of love. Love you. Trump's dead, baby. (laughs) So until next time, see you in hell. Oh, what do you call that voice, little fella? That a baritone or a tenor? It's a... Oh, I don't care. It's just you and me. Let's make music together. Let's make sweet harmony Oh, let's make music together Baby, you take the dough, I'll take the ray You better hang on to me <laughs> We are birds of a feather Looking for the right key Oh, let's make music together Baby, cause only music makes a man free Gonna make a beautiful song Sing along, gonna let that natural beat Move your feet when the music's deep down in you There's nothing that you can do but believe Oh, believe Man, nothing like singing And our voice is just playing Let's make music together, baby. Lift our voices together, partner. Let's make music forever, baby. And we'll always be friends.
music together. Let's, let's make, make sweet, sweet harmony. harmony. <coughs> oh, let's make music together, baby. Let's make sweet harmony. Dogs are great. If there's dogs in heaven, I'm going. Definitely. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.